I'm Haley, author of the book blog, Brook and Binding. I'm Maddie, upcoming debut author, and this is Lit Sis. If you can't get enough of Lit Sis, and we know you can't, there's a really easy way to stay connected to us all the time, just from your phone on Instagram. You can stay in contact with me, Maddie, at Maddie Reads a Lot. That's at M A D D Y Reads a Lot. And you can follow me at Brooke and Binding, B R O O K E A N D B I N D I N G. It's a long one. Yes. <laughs> at Instagram. But wait, there's more. You can also follow us at Litsis Podcast now where you'll see we'll get both of us in a combined thing all just about this podcast instead of just about our reviews. So you'll see information about the podcast if we want to put any announcements up there as well as ways to engage with each new episode. And that is at L-I-T-S-I-S Podcast. And also don't forget if you want longer versions of Haley's reviews, Haley, what website can they go to? brookandbinding.com can't wait to interact with you guys and to see what you are reading too all right back to the books all righty happy friday it is litsis time all right you guys i don't know why i sounded like so preppy cheery um like that but I'm excited to. All right, but it's 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 my anticipation for the Super Bowl. I'm actually the the Super Bowl announcer. Fun fact: Is that like coming up? It's on Sunday. Okay, I see. All right. Mm -hmm. Well, Haley's in her own little world. Everybody, (laughs) she's got new idea what happens in this world. I don't. I'm just I'm just surviving day by day in my own little orbit. Yes, she is, which is you know, fair, very fair. Um, <laughs> I at least know some things that are happening um, in the world. but Like the Super know, Bowl. Like the Super Bowl is happening. It's um, about it. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I think they just had the Grammys. I didn't realize that was happening anytime soon. So I, didn't even, I just forget they even do those things anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I had a professor bring it up the other day. He goes, anyone watch the Grammys? He's like in his 60s anyone watch the grammys and everyone's like what (laughs) he said something about they had recorded it and they had about 20 minutes left to watch (laughs) oh my gosh all right and he's he's this old professor that likes to uh he says he likes to sit down with some cheese and wine and and (laughs) and and grade our you know exams or whatever or gets to like read or watch a show or whatever like oh my goodness it sounds like he is living a good life he he is he seems like i mean he's been at this job for a long time he's really good at it so props to him i guess so but yes um uh all that to say he knows more than i do so yeah honestly i don't really pay attention to things going on well uh, this is total sidebar but this made me think of it Haley, you have recently sent me these mashups on youtube of various songs from different decades yes yes and you sent me one from the 2000s and you sent me one from like the 2010s and i gotta say guys 
the 2000s one is amazing. The 2010s one has good sections, but any song that has come out post 2016 lame i don't know i don't know them they may not be they may not be lame but i just i don't have the nostalgia as much as the r&b songs of the 2000s yeah i like it's just i have no idea like in the 2010 one it was like one of the songs that popped up was cake by the ocean and i was it is a good song but i was just like Mm, sorry like this isn't as nostalgic as like I'm no. blue dabbing. you know what I'm saying like yeah it's, exactly I don't pay attention anyway um and I feel like that's very uh indicative of what we're going to talk about is because <clears throat> my options that I chose are very much nostalgic instead of modern options so like obviously if you've read the title of the episode you know it's today's episode is about so we're going to be talking about our favorite literary couples Mm -hmm. um and i ended up having to scroll super far back in my goodreads to like look at different books and be like hmm what couple from these books did i did stuck out to me um so i'm choosing some from way far back and we're choosing what we said three each Mm -hmm. so top three couples each um did you so did how did you fall did yours fall into some more recent books that you've read or these the couples as well kind of from older books um I honestly I feel like I have a mixture okay um, I, and and I feel like I don't I, I this is the thing I have like multiple couples that are bouncing around in my head and I'm trying to figure out which ones I feel like are really the ones that stand out to me the most. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like out of all these ones, you know, even like looking at my books, I'm thinking to myself, oh, that's a good couple. That's a good couple. That's a good mm-hmm. couple. And I'm like, but who is the best couple of them all? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So honestly, I think I do have those nostalgia choices definitely that are kicking around. So I think that that might be something I'll definitely be playing on. Um but yeah, I, I think there's going to be nothing like super recent. I wouldn't say anything super recent, but probably something within the last like five or seven years. Definitely. I have at least one, I'm pretty sure. So, but yeah, there is definitely some stuff that like harken back for sure. Mm-hmm. I found this pattern in my own and I'm not going to say what it is yet but I'm going to ask you to think for think about it for your your own group and we can talk about it again but I found that the three couples I chose all kind of have a similar like trope to them mm-hmm. um, and I want you to like look at your list over the episode and think to yourself like what are the tropes if they're similar at all because I was looking at all mine I was like huh these all have like a very similar element to them mm-hmm Um, I think I already kind of see a little pattern. So this will be interesting. Oh, okay. All right. So without further ado, um, would you like to start us off? Sure. So my first literary couple is a little bit more of a modern choice. Not like super modern, but like more Mm -hmm. modern than like a classic. And you're going to laugh at me. But this couple really like left a mark on me. Um, And this, do you have any guesses? It's probably, like, something from, like, Cersei or something. Ah, no, but that's so good. Okay. Um, it's actually Katniss and Peeta. 
Oh, Haley. (laughs) That's cute. They, I'm telling you guys, The Hunger Games, like, was a massive book series for me. They were. In high school and, like, in our family and in our friend group. Like, I went, I've probably talked about them before, but, like, gotten to, like, midnight premieres when that actually was still a thing. And, like, so, I don't know, there's just something about that series specifically that really um and that couple and like the way that they like kind of were I mean they were pitted against each other but they weren't like enemies like they were friendly but they didn't really know each other super well and they were forced obviously into a really strange situation but like I love I think I saw something the other day on YouTube or Instagram whatever that was like um Oh, you said it to me, maybe, I think, about when Peta says, oh, if it wasn't for the the baby. baby. (laughs) And you're just like, "Ah!" like, there are so many twists and turns that they go through. And just like, I love that even after, spoiler alert, if you've not read them, but like Peta goes through some really rough stuff. And even after all of that, he relies on her to help him know like is this real or not real is this mm-hmm. like do you love me or you do not love me and all this stuff because his whole world was like shattered and so there's just a lot of like beautiful innocence to their relationship but also they gr- go through some really hard things and I just honestly love that they went out in the end like they actually like are a successful couple that like make it through and have a family and it's just really beautiful. So, yeah, I know that's like kind of cheesy, but they really like have left a mark on me. So I have to pick them. Yeah. And honestly, like having grown up and like rewatched the series, I actually haven't reread the books in a really long time, but to rewatch the series, like I can't even believe that anyone was ever Team Gale. Gale is the He's, worst. He is the worst. He freaking kills her sister. I know. So, yeah. And if and if anyone gasps, spoilers, I'm sorry. The Hunger Games series came out, I feel like, like 15 Forever, years yeah. ago or something like that. So, like, y'all can't be like, oh, my gosh, spoiler. Like, you've had so many years to read I'm pretty them. Sure, I'm pretty sure I have this vivid memory of I had finished because I'm looking at my bookshelf right now. And I don't know where my 2008. Third, so, yes, 15 years. I don't know where my third book is for Hunger Games which is weird but I remember finishing Mockingjay Uh and I was trying to get ready for bed and I was sobbing like I was so sad and I was so upset about some of the stuff that happened but then it wrapped up so beautifully I was so touched and our dad knocks on the bathroom he's like everything okay in there like yeah I just finished it finished (laughs) the book (laughs) oh my gosh but it's just like those those touch you you know what I mean those are really meaningful meaningful relationship or yeah meaningful relationships because you feel like you're a part of it. that's the thing like you feel like you are a part of it with them and I think yeah, that's, that's why so true. Like, the ones that are standing out to me um are ones that you feel like you were along the ride with them in their journey and I think mm-hmm. that's like what makes a really good couple and like yeah. a storyteller honestly 
Yeah, for sure. And honestly, and I, I think we might have mentioned this before, but I think it's so funny that you shared the story about dad because he's the one that like started reading the Hunger, in the Hunger Games. Yeah. <laughs> it was so weird. And our dad's yeah. like not a big reader at all. And so he was like, guys. Well, he worked at a college for a while. So I'm sure he like heard about it. And yeah. then like was like, oh, that sounds interesting. And he was really into like teaching and um, really liked like literature and stuff but wasn't always like super like shove it in our faces you uh-huh. know, or anything like that so yeah he was the one who introduced us to it and everyone was hooked from it was just yeah like, our whole family love. it was wild oh yeah oh man i'm glad that you picked katniss and Peta because they're a really yeah. great couple okay um, so now i want to know your choices what's okay. one of yours so one of mine is the very first couple that i thought of which is lenny and matthew from the great alone by Kristen hannah <gasps> oh my gosh i was thinking about them too so i'm glad <laughs> you brought them up because what's, they are so cute what's absolutely wild is like i am the kind of person that like i'm very invested in a book when i'm reading it boom when i close the book i will immediately forget all of the characters names i don't i don't know why i do this um, I had to look up all the other, nearly all the other characters for this, but Lenny and Matthew are the two that I, names I will remember for eternity. I when so all of these couples, actually, I read these books before I was ever in a long-term relationship. So I think that's probably also why they kind of stick out to me as like an example before I had something to compare it to. Um, but I love Lenny and Matthew. They are, so from the, the Great Alone by Kristen Hanna is about this girl who her dad moves her family her and her mom up to alaska in the 70s after the vietnam war to kind of like the last great um what's what do they call it the last great uh frontier frontier yeah um and they're like and like expected to like kill their own food and like live off of like off the grid kind of and like that's like essentially living off the grid yeah so like before that was like something Yes, and it was, like, very common in Alaska, and you get to see a lot of, like, the risks at the time, not only, like, natural risk, but also, like, human risks as well, and Mm -hmm. Lenny meets Matthew in this little, like, one-room schoolhouse in their town in Alaska when they're kids, and they kind of have an instant connection, and then through events in the book, they're kind of pulled apart from each other and reconnect when they are adults, and... But they're not, like, super old. No, okay, I guess they're not, like, adults. They're not, like, they're, adults. They're, like, they're, like, they're, like, late teenagers. Yeah, I was gonna But, say. like, it's, like, 10 years later or something like that they yeah, are able yeah. to reconnect after they first met when they were younger. Um, and just the amount of trials that they go through. And I think part of it is, like, they have such, like, a really beautiful friendship that blossoms into a romance. Mm-hmm. Um, that the connection with Matthew and Lenny that they have and how that that plays its own role in the plot like it's not separate like because of their connection things help move the plot forward and things he like their relationship helps with a specific plot point that I'm not going to talk about um and so like it not only is there just for like Lenny to have someone to like be romantic with but actually like serves a purpose in the story and they're just so freaking darn cute um Mm -hmm. so I've loved their relationship since I read the book in will forever think that their relationship is so kind of like Katniss and Peeta so pure so wholesome um just so like uh selfless to care for one another so big fan of Lenny and Matthew oh yeah that's such a good one I'm glad you brought them up because I said they were one of the couples that I was bouncing around but I did not settle on so 
I am glad they came to your attention. Oh, I wonder if you're going to pick a couple. If you don't pick this other couple that I just thought of, we'll see. <laughs> we'll um, see. Okay, so my second couple is going to be a classic to me. Um, <laughs> this is Ali and Noah from oh, The Notebook. I almost did it, but I actually Ooh. don't even know if I've read The Notebook. Oh, I have. And I've watched the movie a bazillion times. It's so um, good. I thought of them too. Oh, if we want to talk like couple goals, <laughs> they are not necessarily the best, um, but their love is so beautiful and so strong. And like they meet when they are teenagers and mm-hmm. just come from totally different worlds. And the thing is, though, that like that does not get in their way at all. They just love each other for who they are. It doesn't matter like that his dad and him live you know by the railroad where they work or like that she is in this uppity house and like goes to college and stuff like that like Mm -hmm. like totally different even like life paths you know what I mean Mm -hmm. and like but that isn't even the root of their relationship it's just of who they are as people and like how they are together and their interactions and and just the fun that they have together and like I would say like the thing about I, I'm going to say the last couple of mine doesn't necessarily have this element, but I would say these two couples have this like innocence about them because there is some like beauty in the naivety of like young love and like mm-hmm. this useful love that happens like in both of these um, couples I've talked about already. Um, and then when things go awry and they get separated he just does not give up but she thinks that he has given up on her mm-hmm. and so she's trying to move on with her life and find somebody else but there's always been that like what if in the back of her mind mm-hmm. and then when if eventually when they have the opportunity to see each other again and be together again it's it, it they just go right back into like their old selves of like mm-hmm. right back into their old routines and who they are and like what they bring out in each other is so beautiful and um hopefully you've seen this movie but if you haven't like the notebook book is supposed to be like the book that she Mm -hmm. wrote of their life story because as she's gotten older she gets dementia and so she like literally is like I'm gonna write our story down and if you read it to me I will remember and I will like (laughs) snip out yeah I know it's sad snap out of my like mental issue and I will be back for you and we'll be able to be together and it's just so beautiful and I can't talk about it anymore because I'll probably cry so I'm telling you guys these this couple is just so like sweet to me but um just even literally like lit literarily <laughs> literary literarily you know what i'm saying yes um they just have a really big um impact in the literary world i feel like nicholas sparks sparked a lot of <laughs> like say, um romance and just the way that he writes these realistic characters and um i know his books are kind of cheesy but like there really is a lot of depth especially his like a fir- the first few chunks that he has like there's like four or five that he wrote right towards the beginning around the same notebook time that have really deep characters a lot mm-hmm. of stuff going on and then they kind of get a little more cheesy as as the more he's produced um mm-hmm. but they kind of like 
are the root of it all for me. Like when you think, like when I think Nicholas Sparks, like you got to think Notebook. Oh my so, gosh, hundred percent. That's that's my second couple that I picked. There is an aspect of the Notebook, aka the ending, yeah, that I've told my husband must happen to us. It's <laughs> it's it's the requirement. He's like, I'll try my best, but yeah, told you can't him, really force that to happen. I, I so. know, but I told him it's required. Um, I love that. I, I thought about Ali Noah, but I couldn't remember if I had read the notebook. So I wanted to leave that up. And I'm glad that you brought them up. Mm-hmm. Um, so next couple I'm talking about is Waylon and Mary from the Beasts of Extraordinary Circumstance Aww. by Ruth Emmy Lang. Uh, they're so, so cute. So um, backstory. So Beasts of Extraordinary Circumstance is one of my favorite books. Um, it Every single chapter is the perspective of a different person interacting with this specific character. His name is Waylon. And he's like born on a wintry, blustery night. And for some reason, he has these like mystical, magical powers that he doesn't really have control over, but he kind of can control like the weather in a way. Um, and so he just, he is raised by wolves for the first few years of his life and then is like tossed around to different people um and so but for the first chunk of the book first part of the book um he meets this girl mary um who's like delivering like uh meat for her dad who's a butcher and she meets him in the woods where he is with all of his like wolf family um and they have this interaction with each other and the whole story too is being told by an older waylon to this young boy in the future um and so they meet each other and they have like a kind of an instant connection because mary is really intrigued by waylon um and him being like raised by wolves and then that kind of like propels mary in the future to become like a i don't even know what it is she studies wolves she's like a scientist um and through like the connection that they have with little kids she becomes this like wolf researcher person and they eventually like come back together because of this connection with wolves um and just seeing how their lives like they continue to find each other throughout their lives um and the friendship and romance that blossoms from that is so incredibly sweet and also kind of again very pure beautiful mm-hmm. cute like love that i think i think part of it that makes it so pure is because it stems again from like a childhood love um, I think that's your connection. I yeah. think all three of yours are, they were children friends and now they're adult lovers. You're really, you're really close. You're close. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that just, uh, I can't even go into too many details because I feel like it gets too much away in the book, but like th- every single scene in which they are together is miraculous. And the very like last connection you would say between them is what kind of reels me over and over again and brings me back to the book. Um, and like I said, like the majority of the book is in the perspective of other people experiencing Waylon and his interestingness and fascination of an interesting human being that he is. Um, and it's almost as if like Mary sees him purely for who he is and not like what he is and not like how strange he is. Like she just sees him and connects with him. Um, and mm-hmm. to find someone on that even like playing field is just so beautiful it's an amazing book and it's more than just a love story which is why I just it's a big recommendation for me I love the two of them mm-hmm. yeah I can see that for sure that's a really good that's a really good choice I totally did not even think of them I right, thank you 
Okay, my last one. I'm going a little bit classic on you. Okay. Um, any any um guesses? Is this gonna be like Ron and Hermione or something? I know. No. No. Uh of course not. I, classic, are you talking like classical? Like classic. Take it, as, take it as you will. Okay. I don't know. Just just tell me. It's gonna be your lovely Anna Karenina and Count Vronsky. Ah, yes. Love forged from a fair. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that is the only part I do not like. Um, there is something about this couple. Um, if you guys don't know, this is a classic story about um, called Anna Karenina by Leo Tolstoy. And this couple, yeah, not a great way to start out. She's married. She falls in love with this guy. Um, that's Who's a be- much better guy? To a much better guy. She. It's like you know the t- era of like you will marry this person for status only. Mm-hmm. Mom and dad have figured it out for you, and it's not good. It's just like this is not a good combo. Um, then she actually meets someone she actually really loves, and there's it's like that for it's a forbidden love trope. You know what I mean? Like I'm not mm-hmm. the big. I I am very much like against the affair trope in books but for this because of like I think because it's in the classic like it's in a classical mindset of like this is just how it used to be of like being arranged marriage versus like hey I fell out of love with this person and now I'm you know having an affair with this other person like in modern times I feel like that trope really does not settle well with me Mm -hmm. um but I really like because I always feel like there's like could be some redemption you know what I mean but Mm -hmm. I feel like with stuff like this where it's like this was just strictly for like political reason or for like status or for whatever um you like feel bad for the characters you're like oh that Mm -hmm. sucks like that's like a like I wish that you know it doesn't mean that you're they're not good people but it's like that just sucks for you and so when they interact with each other and there's that like tension and there's that like oh my gosh, someone who actually like gets me for me or understands me. And like, it's not just this person who like I'm forced or supposed to have children with just because we have been told we're spouses and like, you know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. there's something about the tragic romance as well. They kind of remind me of like a Romeo and Juliet, which is actually another one I had tossed around. Um, because of that like forbidden love that's also pure um but Anna Karenina is a little bit more a little more modern than Romeo and Juliet (laughs) um smidge a smidge um that would be interesting about like the the time difference between those but um there's just like that forbidden love and the um very there's a very tragic ending that I will not say um but if you don't know it by now just go figure it out a super tragic ending let's just say there's death okay someone dies and um <gasps> that just like rips your heart out because you have really fallen for not even them as a couple but there's other couples like in this story as well like that get together and there's some like really beautiful like more innocent like youthful love and like this one where it's this guy's like he's pining after this girl for forever and then she finally like you know realizes that he's been there the whole time like there's all these fun little nuanced character arch arc arches arch mm-hmm. arcs character arcs arcs arches? Arcs. arcs character arcs um 
that you also just get sucked into this like society, like Russian society that you're just like, wow, everything's all connected. And it's like, oh, your cousin is dating this person. And now we're like kind of related and blah, blah, blah. And so it's just, it's like a fun world to dive into. But like that couple specifically, I think they pull on my heartstrings because of the, like, just the, the, the sad ending. It's kind of like the couple in one day, the David Nichols, where it's like, they finally are able to be together and then something Mm -hmm. horrible happens. And so Mm -hmm. I feel like I, like there's a similarity there with Anna Karenina and Count Vronsky of just like, you know, we've struggled and pined to be together and then tragedy strikes. And so I think that's just like a little bit of the, like, I don't know. It's not like the, like, um, what is it when people will be like, Oh, that's the, like, the romantic in me it's not like I'm pining after drama or like traumatic love but like there is that like oh my heart like like just feels for them you know what I mean like they just goes out to that so I would say like I wouldn't I would say they just kind of like snuck up on my list there weren't a couple that I was like straight off immediately thinking out but I think it also was triggered to me because of the Anna Kay um Mm, like oh that's so true of by Jenny Lee so like Anna Kay and and Anna Kay away so those Mm -hmm. are like more YA retellings of Anna Karenina and so like that also came up because those came out I think like two years ago um Mm -hmm. where it's just like oh yeah this classic story but with a twist you know so they're just like I mean they're like that I would say it's they're kind of like the root example of like a tragic love story kind of like Romeo uh-huh. and Juliet like a like an a root example of a tragic love story that you see throughout lots of different yeah. tropes or different stories but just a little bit differently do you know what I'm saying and I think that's something interesting similar in the sense of like a Romeo and Juliet kind of tragedy in which tragic love stories the reason that they like stick with people is because it's like you it's the full love story you know like yeah. it's the beginning it's the middle to it's the, the end, end. yeah, yeah and, so true and you get to see how that happens I mean I mean every if every book lasted long enough to see the main couple have a full life together and then pass away it would be very emotional because you know I mean, you no get book. to see how it ends they're you know, old exactly people. they're old <laughs> you get to see like like nearly the completion of yeah. so many like those ones kind of stick with you because you're like oh and now now I they are no more yeah <laughs> for sure and I think that's why I kind of like those like kind of like from like throughout people's lives stories like whether yeah. or not it ends with their passing like getting to see like majority of their life come together is so great yeah um anyway I think it's so interesting the comparisons that you made because my last couple is Emma and Dexter from One Day by David as Nichols. As soon as I said it, as soon as I said it, I felt like you were like, that's <laughs> my couple. Because, it, I mean, there is something. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. our, the, the first two we picked were more lighthearted and positive and, like, beautiful. And then there, but, but you can't not pick some form of tragic love story. Like, I there know, is something about so good. a tragic love story that sticks to, with you. It is, and I will I will say that I read one day because I did see the movie first because it has Anne Hathaway in it, and who can't watch something with Anne Hathaway in it? And I remember, and again, I don't think like saying something like tragic happens is not like a spoiler. Like tragedy happens so in so many books and things, many and, and many times in that book specifically. Yes, there's tons of like random like Twists surprising. And tri- oh, for a for like a romance, it's I mean it's 
it's very it's it's more like a like a literary fiction with just how much drama that happens but i remember the kind of ending of one day of the movie when i watched it i audibly gasped i was like <gasps> like freaked out and like in for me it was just one of those endings where it just kind of reminds you that like life isn't a movie life isn't a book sometimes life things just don't go the is. way you think things don't go the way the whole book but especially the ending like the because the, so one day is about these two people that like randomly like meet at their college graduation after having like not really interacted at all and have just like a very bonding like almost as if their souls are kind of tied together moment almost where it's like how do we not known each other all this time and they vow to meet up with each other regardless of what's going on in their lives every single day on the date no. of their graduation. Sorry, every single oh. year on the date of their yeah. graduation. <laughs> sorry, not every day. Every day of their lives. <laughs> every year. And I think it's like some day in like, like July. Junior July, I think. July yeah. yeah, something like that. So like they come together every year on that day. Um, and the book looks at, and it's very similar to what I love about um, Hearts, um, Hearts Invisible Furies, where it looks at seven years at a time. It, it Every chapter is a year later, and it's only looking at that singular day in their lives. Yeah, this is single year. It's, uh, it's July 15th every year. You have the book with so, you? I do. So July 15th every year they meet mm-hmm. up. And so each chapter is like July 15th, 1986, July 15th, mm-hmm. 1987. And so it just gives you like that glimpse of what's been going on this last year that you're going to tell me in this whole chapter, what's going on? Mm -hmm. Let's catch up to date. You know, you're like catching up with each, each of the characters as well. Yes. And like their relationship is again, it's very much like they kind of establish themselves as friends. And for a while it's kind of, I don't know if the special trope for it, but it's like kind of the one that got away for a little bit where like Mm -hmm. one person will be in a relationship and the other person is single and it'll switch the next year they're both single, but they're both doing something else and not interested in each other um, until like it finally kind of works. And then mm-hmm. uh, then tragedy strikes, um, which makes the love so much more emotional because, you know, it was temporary and, you know, yeah. how hard so they short were lived. to get there. Yeah. And it's like, uh, if only you guys had figured it out so long ago. It been- <laughs> <laughs> so I I love One Day. I love it. I love Emma and Dexter. I think that their story is honestly so realistic to so many people's stories of that one, the one that got away or the one that they didn't realize was standing right in front of them this whole time. Um, and I feel like it's so, so modern almost for being more of like a historical fiction book, like looking in the 80s and on. Like, I think it just is such a modern romance in the sense of, you know, I don't even realize I'm falling in love with my best friend um, under a super cool premise, like the once a year thing. Um, so really big fan of Emma and Dexter. So Haley, what have you figured out as kind of like your theme between your couples? Have you kind of strung something together? I think honestly, the, if I'm gonna, if I'm gonna look at all of them, I really feel like there's that element of like, Maybe more so, not with necessarily with Vronsky and Anna, but if I'm going to like the root of them, as in like Romeo and Juliet, mm-hmm. I would say there's that like innocence and purity of the love that like comes with youth. Mm-hmm. And then as they get older, 
that's where like the challenges come and you know there's tragedy or they figure it out and mm-hmm. so I think that's like when challenges come your way what are you gonna do you know so I, I love think how- my yeah go ahead I was gonna say I love how we've been like oh yeah lighthearted for the first two and then the third one's very tragic but I think we're also forgetting how tragic Hunger Games is <laughs> Okay, yes, but they work out in the end. They do. That's they do work saying. out in the end. Yeah, that's fair. That's like, fair. Like their relationship, they it, they make it through. Yeah, that's true. Know? And that's the same thing with um oh gosh. My my second couple. Why am I blanking right now? Why am I blanking right now? No, Noah and Allie. Oh yeah. They yeah, go yeah. through issues too. <laughs> but then they wake it they make it out in the end, you know? So it's kind of mm-hmm. like the beauty and the purity of young love like actually can sustain and can get you through whatever adulthood will come your way unfortunately for Romeo and Juliet they died early and unfortunately for Anna and Vronsky they got together a little later than they probably should have um, yeah. <laughs> but for their happiness. yeah that's, that's yeah that's kind of that's kind of where mine is I think what about yeah. yours so I kind of strung together they're kind of like a the trope is called like second chance romance where like people reconnect mm. later on in life but otherwise like um a general friends to lovers or childhood friends to lovers mixed with that second chance romance because yeah, like Lenny that. and Matthew weren't like together when they were kids but they no get but it's older. Kind of like, yeah. I would say there is a lot of that like childhood what you picked is like the childhood second chance kind of thing mm-hmm. um and then I think it's very interesting that like you can see I feel like I can see like mirrored experiences between like the Lenny and Matthew relationship with the Katniss and Peta mm-hmm. and similarities with Waylon and Mary compared to Allie and Noah and definitely similarities with Emma and Dexter compared to Katerina mm-hmm. and Vronsky like I think it's mm-hmm. very interesting that we had couples that kind of paired with each other in our lists and said them in order yeah that is really interesting that's very fascinating to me <laughs> Anyway, so that, our little, like, kind of Valentine's Day themed litsis for you guys coming up Valentine's Day is on Tuesday the 14th, obviously. Um, so we wanted to bring you guys something a little bit more romantic based and talk about our favorite couples. And there they are. Mm-hmm. Man, that's a fun, I feel like now I could, like, go off. I'm, like, looking, I'm looking at all these other books on my shelf right now and I'm thinking to myself, well, they're a good couple. That's good. <laughs> I mean, how could I not bring up Angel and Michael Hosea? That's they true. are amazing that they is go a good couple too but yeah there's so i mean like so many people so many good good well-written couples on these shelves and then we get twilight but we won't go there <laughs> that's so true i can't honestly i can't believe i was i i'm not i was not team you know Jacob who i thought what up. you were gonna put on what i can't believe you didn't bring up night circus you know what when we were talking, I was thinking to myself, oh, why didn't I do Night Circus? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's who I thought you were going to bring up. And then you said, when I talked about one day, I was like, oh, no, that's who she said. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a good book. But, yeah, no, I did think Night Circus would have been a good, good option as well. Lots mm-hmm. of good. And, again, like, I don't think, besides, like, the notebook, none of these books were necessarily, like, romance books. They yeah. were books with that romance good in it. couples in them. Mm-hmm. De- definitely. And I and I think what made it so good is because it's not the focal point. Like it's it's yeah. it's part of what be- makes a good story good is the love that you find in it. Mm-hmm. Um. All right. So Haley, what are you reading right now? You had a goal last week. Did you achieve the goal? Yes. 
We should just skip me. Oh no. <laughs> you still reading Hellbent? <laughs> I can't talk about it. <laughs> hey, but you know what? Let me just get I tried so hard. You don't understand. I was up late many a night, but I told myself I'm gonna stop studying at this time and then I'm gonna give myself like a half hour or an hour to read. I'd go up into my room, I'd lay in my bed with my book. And Max can tell you how many nights he probably found me <laughs> with my book in my hands that I was sleeping. Oh my gosh. Haley. So I fell asleep at least two or three nights trying to read. And I am so mad at myself because I really, 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 really wanted to get it done. Ah, so that's so why I said, let's just move on because I am just kicking myself here. I am I, just I'm so sorry. But he, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going <laughs> to give props to you guys. Haley passed an exam this week that was going to be like super duper hard with like 400 plus things to learn. Um, and she got a hundred percent. So worth yeah. it. And then you. you are still accomplishing great things. I am. I'm just not reading fiction. That's fun. That's fine. I am. You're reading other things. Studying notes and memorizing notes. That's about all I'm doing nowadays. But yeah, so. I, I, I will get back into my fiction. <sighs> I need to. It just, oh, I want to so that you'll, you'll get there. You'll get there. I know. I know. Okay, yours. You go. This so is making I, me sad. <laughs> I'm reading Killers of a Certain Age by Deanna Yay! Rayborn. Is that so cute? It is. And it's good so far. I've only read three pages because um, I was focusing on getting my nonfiction books finished. Um, oh, yes. But yeah, so I, I enjoy it so far. It's like, I feel like the characters are already like kind of showing me their individuality because there's like four main women, um, older women in the book. So I feel like I'm already starting to get like a good general idea of who they all are. Um, and it's about like these four women that like were professional like assassins who have now retired after 40 years and are now realized that they are being hunted by the same organization that they worked for. I mean, um, how can you think you're ever going to retire? If that's a career you choose, you think you're ever going to live a day of your life in peace? There's no yeah, way. I don't know. So <laughs> I'm excited about it. It feels like it's going to be a good read. It's um, one of my book of the month options from a few months ago. So I'm excited about that. And then audiobook, I am listening to Becoming by Michelle Obama. Um, and that is really good so far as well. It's very relaxing i feel like to have michelle obama speaking into my ear she so has a very lovely tone she does sure. yeah and it's it's 19 almost 20 hours so well you've got plenty of time yeah i got plenty of time it's nice and hefty um and i don't know it's very good so far so that's that's all i'm reading at the moment well good for you you're reading for the both of us i won't tell you what why don't you read hellbent like. why don't you read <laughs> hellbent and then you tell me if it's good because you're gonna get it done before me (laughs) how many books have you read on your reading challenge so far (laughs) i don't know why i asked i can't even talk about it i have read 18 more books than you yeah because i've read zero so zip it i love healthy competition (laughs) (laughs) anyway i have full i don't know if you heard that my siri just went off i have full confidence in you Haley. especially i think by the end of this month you shall have read at least one book 
Yes, by the end of the month, guaranteed the book I, will yes, be done. I can guarantee that as well. Not by next week, probably, or probably the week after that. But gosh darn, that by last March, week of February, <laughs> that last week of February, this book will be done. You are getting it done. And then let's just hope I've had at least maybe one more after that. That would be ideal. Two. That's the goal. Wasn't your goal like two a month? It was. I'm just a month behind. Yeah, it's still achievable. It's still achievable. I can do it. True. Totally can do it. (laughs) All right, guys. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Litsis. I hope you enjoyed our little bit more of like an open forum conversation and discussion about our favorite characters. Please um, on Instagram, go and comment your favorite um, literary characters. And if they follow any sort of, or like literary couples, and if they follow any sort of specific romantic trope, and if you agree with us on ours. So um, anything else to add before we sign out, Haley? Have an awesome Valentine's. Do something fun. Wear something pink. And just enjoy the day. I know it's cheesy, but it's fun. So just enjoy fun. it. It's a fun, a fun time fun to enjoy cheesy romantic stuff exactly. for one day a year. Yes, I agree. <laughs> All right. Thanks for taking a break from reading. Now go flip some pages. <laughs>